0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Postmaster General under fire. Mr. DeJoy has a publicly damned attitude. Democrats begin nominating convention. A mix of taped and live speeches from party luminaries. Our series, School Matters. Parents need to be as open and as honest as they possibly can. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. As Democrats begin a key week for the party with the selection of a presidential nominee, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, is calling lawmakers back from their break this week to vote on a bill to rein in the Postmaster General. As a political battle goes on over funding and mail-in voting, CBS's Paula Reed. Democrats allege Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, a Trump donor, is trying to sow dysfunction in the mail system to help President Trump win reelection. I'm demanding that the Senate hold hearings. President Trump defended DeJoy with a familiar phrase. He wants to make the post office great again. A memo obtained by CBS News reveals the Postal Service is in the process of removing 671 mail sorting machines. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows insists the removals will stop until November. There's no sorting machines that are going offline between now and the election. The Postal Service said it would postpone moving mail collection boxes for a period of 90 days, though it said their removal is routine and related to declining mail volumes. The Democratic National Convention gets underway tonight. It will culminate later in the week with Joe Biden's nomination. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Instead of speeches from a sports arena, party leaders are expected to speak for two hours each night from across all 57 states and territories. Tonight's focus is expected to be on the pandemic, the struggling economy, and the national reckoning on race and policing. Speakers are set to include former Ohio Republican Governor John Kasich, who's part of Biden's bid to win over GOP voters not willing to vote for the president. Senator Bernie Sanders and former First Lady Michelle Obama will cap off the first night. Sanders says the party is united in its goal. We have got to do everything we can to come together to defeat Donald Trump. This is Steve Futterman. Even in 1944, in the middle of fighting World War II... I present to this convention! ...both major parties held their convention. A big question this week for Democrats and next week for Republicans is, who will tune in? Professor Larry Sabato. Is this going to come anywhere near the millions that normally watch a political convention when there's a real convention? The CDC says the rate of coronavirus cases in children is increasing... And the reason they may have been low early in the pandemic is that schools closed and the focus was on testing adults. School is not opening as planned today in the Combs Unified District southeast of Phoenix. Science teacher Jacob Franz and two-thirds of his department resigned. Other teachers called in sick. We could not stay up sick for two weeks. Our school board is determined to reopen dangerously. McDonald's is doing more to protect their employees than our schools are. New studies indicate scientists who've been looking into immune responses see encouraging signs of strong and lasting immunity even in people who develop just mild COVID symptoms. Now to Texas, five people were wounded, one critically, in a shooting at a San Antonio flea market. Police Chief William McManus says there was some kind of argument ahead of the gunfire. There were multiple shooters to include a security guard who returned fire. We don't believe at this point that any of the people who were shot were innocent bystanders. In a suburb of Austin, three police officers were shot and a man is barricaded in his home with three members of his family Police were responding to a call. It was a rough weekend north of Los Angeles as fire crews attacked a wildfire that threatens more than 4,500 homes and other buildings. Mark Peebles is with the U.S. Forest Service. It's hot. Firefighters are working very hard out there. Hot indeed. Death Valley, California hit 130 degrees yesterday, the highest temperature on Earth since 1913 and perhaps ever. That 107-year-old record of 134 degrees is widely believed to be inaccurate. The Los Angeles School District says it's launching a major virus testing and contact tracing program for all students, staffers, and their families. The nearly half a million students there will begin the school year online. Well, this morning we begin our School Matters series. Correspondent Allison Keys talked to an expert about venturing back into the classroom. Safer Behavior CEO Sean Kaufman is a father of three and says if your children are headed back into the classroom, talk to them about it. I think the parents need to be as open and as honest as they possibly can. He has two high schoolers and one middle school student who have returned to class and they were actually very relieved. Kaufman says kids need to know COVID-19 affects everyone. I think a parent has to say, listen, we are safer together. We are one community. He says not only do students need to know they must wear their masks, sanitize their hands, and do social distancing, they should. Know that the minute you wake up, dad and mom will be taking your temperature. And when you get home, dad and mom will be taking your temperature and asking you to change your clothes and wash your hands. The president of the National Organization for Women, Tony Van Pelt, is stepping down for health reasons. There's been an internal investigation into allegations of racism and a toxic work environment. Puerto Rico's Governor Wanda Vasquez lost in primary voting to an upstart candidate in her pro-statehood party, also losing San Juan's Mayor Carmen Ulan Cruz, who often criticized President Trump after Hurricane Maria. More than a week of protests against the president of Belarus culminated with a huge rally yesterday in Minsk. (laughs) Some 200,000 took to the streets to demand a new election. Official results of the balloting earlier this month gave authoritarian President Alexander Lukashenko 80% of the vote. New Zealand's prime minister postponed national elections for a month to October 17th because of a new coronavirus outbreak in Auckland. I think it's the right decision. I think it's very good. It's equal to everybody. Well, it gives everybody a chance, a fair chance to campaign. The latest pandemic shortage is pepperoni. Bloomberg reports small pizza places are paying a lot more for it, almost double the price from last year. Large chains make bulk purchases far in advance. More than the athletes and the fans lose out if there are no major college sports for the rest of the year. Already having lost huge amounts of business because of the COVID-19 pandemic, sports bars are now bracing for a fall without college football. Ryan Pryor owns one in the college town of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Football brings a lot of people and a lot of money in, so we need it. Tuscaloosa sports bar manager Adam Finney has seen business cut in half. With the loss of all of the major sports, we have lost a good percentage probably around, like, you know, the 50% area. It's estimated college football is a $7 billion industry. Jim to CBS News. The powerful Southeastern Conference has not scrapped football, but the center on the University of Mississippi team is opting out. Eli Johnson is the first Ole Miss player to forego the season. His father spent time on a ventilator with COVID-19. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House.